In order to find out what this mysterious number E is, we need to go to, we don't need to, but one way to find out is to go to the concept of simple and compound interest. You might recall from the last section that we had a formula, the amount in the account after T years was equal to 2,000 times 1.04 to the T power. That represented an investment, what we call a principal investment, principal investment of $2,000 for T years. And I think I said the word compounded for compounded annually with an annual interest rate of 4%. Now, it doesn't actually have to be money. This could represent 2,000 people in a small town in 1970, where T represents the number of years since 1970, and the town is growing at a rate of 4% per year. So it doesn't have to be money, but we often think about it in terms of money. Principal $2,000 over two years, uh, uh, sorry, invested over T years, and the annual rate is 4%. Now, this is called simple interest because the interest itself, the money, is only calculated every year. So at the end of every banking year, then they figure out uh, 4% of whatever is in the account at that time and add it to the what was there previously, and that's the new amount in the account and then that money stays in the account for another year, and at the end of that year, they take 4% of whatever's in there and add it to what was in there. And it, it's, in a way, you can think of it as compounding because some of the money you're getting is interest on interest. It's interest on the uh, whatever was earned in the years before. But you're only compounding every year, so they call that simple interest. And you can read the rate right out of here, 1.04, there's the 4% annual rate. So it's, it's simple for a couple of reasons. But you may know that there are other ways to figure out how much money someone um, has in a bank or in any kind of investment. And they can decide, the bank can offer you maybe compounding every half a year. They call that semi-annually or every month or quarterly, meaning four times per year, which turns out to be every three months, right? So there are different ways to figure out interest and how much money should be in an account. And what we call that is compounding interest. So compound interest. And if you want to compound your your money, compound your interest n times per year, you still have your principal, and you still have 1 plus your rate. But I'm going to put the rate up here for a second, because I want you to think about if it's a 4% annual rate, and say you're compounding twice a year, then you only get 4% for the whole year. You don't get 4% every six months. So 4% for the whole year compounded twice a year means you have to divide the rate that's an annual rate by the number of times you're going to compound 
in that year so that you're not getting a, you know an even better rate than 4% annual. You'll get a slightly better rate anyway, but you're certainly, you shouldn't get 4% compounded twice a year. So I put two here for now for semi-annually, and let me write that up here. Then we'll look at a formula for in, for in general n times per year. So semi-annually, n equals two. Now if you think about just the first year, if you compound twice, that means you're gonna take a percentage of your amount two times, right? After six months and then at the end of the year. So you need two up here. And then if you do it for the next year, then you're gonna compound two more times, right? So that would be a total of four times in two years. If you compound twice a year for three years, then that's two times a year for three years, so you're gonna compound a total of six times. So you can imagine for t years, what you need to have up here on your exponent. You need to have 2t if you're compounding semi-annually. Now the principle principle could be $2,000 or it could be $200,000. We just use p to talk about it in general terms. R could be anything from half a percent to 20%, depending on how risky your investment is. I suppose it could even be more than 20%, right? We would like that, right? We wish. The amount in the account as a function of the years compounded two times looks like this. If you compound quarterly, then that means how many times per year? If you break it into quarters, that means four quarters, right? It's every three months, but it's four times per year. So that's what you want to have, n equals four. Then the amount in the account as a function of time t is going to be the principal you invest times one plus r over four this time. Because remember, r is an annual rate, so you have to divide it by the number of times you're compounding in order to be fair. And to the nt power, and I should have changed the colors on that, four times per year for t years. So you need 4t. And I'm going to just change this up here. Your formula in your notes should be fine. So notice you have a dividing by n under r, and you also have n times t in the exponent. So you can imagine if you compound monthly, n is 12 for every month. And the formula is, instead of having a 4 here and a 4 here in the exponent, you have r over 12, and then your exponent is 12t. So you can probably see the pattern, and I think we're ready to write a formula in general. Also, I assume you've probably seen this before. There, I could get into the whole justifying these formulas with the proof, even the simple interest trying to prove the formula for that. But I'm not going to focus on that in this class. The idea is mostly to be able to work with it. So when we get to calculus, this will have been familiar to you. So these are the three formulas so far, compounding twice a year, four times a year, or 12 times a year, monthly. So the general formula for compounding n times per year, the amount in the account as a function of the number of years in the account, is equal to your principal times 
1 plus, instead of just 1 plus your rate, as it is with simple interest, we have to divide the rate by the number of times we're compounding. And then we raise that, instead of just to the t power, it's n times per year times the number of years. And that's our formula for the general formula for for compound interest, compounding n times per year. So now as an exercise, and just to make sure that you're comfortable using the formula, I'd like you to calculate some balances, some amounts in the account, for different n values. And so we're going to start with $2,000. How much is in the account after one year, just after one year? Because remember, we're on our search for this this number e, and it's going to be easier if we just let t equal 1. How much is in the account after one year? If $2,000 is invested at a rate of 4% compounding A uh, semi-annually B quarterly C monthly D, daily, didn't, didn't do that one yet, but see if you can uh, assume, uh, see if you can figure out what N would be for daily. And then hourly. So that for each of these parts, you're going to use the formula for compound interest for different values of N, but your rate is going to be 4%. That's an annual rate. And your principal is going to be $2,000. And T, I'll let you figure out what that is, we're investing for one year. So pause, get answers for these, and come back and we'll discuss them. Okay. Coming back, we have some pretty interesting numbers here. So the decimal places are getting larger. I'll explain why in a minute. Uh, you can see when you do this that it's, it would be nice to have a spreadsheet to do to get some of these answers but let's uh, go over this when n is 1 that's actually not something that I asked you to do because that we've already done uh, that's simple interest compounding once a year but I just wanted to show you that you can still use the formula for compound interest even if n is 1 because you have a of 1 for t equals 1 year equals 2000 times 1 plus 0.04 over 1 to the 1 times 1 power. And we've seen this since it's 0.04 over 1, that's just 0.04 plus 1 we've seen. That's 1.04 to the first power times 2,000. So that's just figuring out 4% interest on $2,000.
which is $80, and then adding the $80 to the principal so that the amount in the account at the end of the year is $2,080. So that's simple interest, but the formula for compound interest still works even when n is 1. For n equals 2, we still have a of 1 because t is 1, and we still have $2,000, but now we have 1 plus 4% divided by 2 is 2%, to the 2 times 1 power, twice a year times 1 year. When you reduce this down, this is 1.02 squared times 2,000. But you can use your calculator to do the whole thing. 2,000 times parentheses, 1 plus 0.04 divided by whatever n is, this time it's 2, to the power of n, which is 2, so caret 2. And then that way, on the next one, all you have to do is go back and change your exponent here and your um, divisor, of the thing under the R, under the rate, right here. The things that I wrote in red are the ones you need to change. So you don't have to retype everything every time. And this will be, however, 1.02 to the second power times 2,000. That will give you the 2080 that was in the account after, well, actually, sorry, we're thinking simple interest still. That'll give you compounding twice a year. It'll take uh, 2% on $2,000 halfway through the year, and then it'll take it again, 2% on what's in the account after adding that interest halfway through. So you get slightly more money than you would if you just compounded once a year. You make another 80 cents because you're compounding twice a year. You're making money on your interest. If you compound four times a year, then you make a little bit more than if you compound twice a year. If you change in your calculator your n, instead of it being 2, you just change it to 4. That just means you're you're taking 1.01 to the power of 4 times 2,000. Because you're going to take 1 fourth of 4%, add it to 1, raise it to the fourth power, and multiply by 2,000 if your n is 4. Now, I'm not going to write the formula for every one of these, but we'll, we'll write the one for 4. And that gives you $2,081.21. So a little more than semi-annually. Similarly, 12 times per year, monthly, then we're looking at not a whole lot more than if you do quarterly, is it? You'll notice that we didn't go up by as much money between 4 and 12 as we did between 2 and 4, or as we did between 1 and 2. You'll notice there's an 80 cent difference between annually and semi-annually, and then there's a, what, 15, oh no, there's a little more there. So there's a uh, 20, 41 cent difference between twice a year and four times a year, and then here we've only got a difference of 27 cents between four times a year and monthly. So it's, we're getting less return the more we compound, but we are getting at least a little more money each time. Going down to daily, you can use 365. I'll just warn you that some people, some books sometimes use 360, I think, because it's easier to deal with a zero, a a factor, a power of 10. Excuse me, let me say one more time. A multiple of 10 rather than a multiple of 5. But really, 365 days in the year is usually what we've got if you don't count leap years. 
So we normally use 365 in our formula for n. When you do that, you get 2,081. And I would write 62 cents, but in order to show the difference between daily and hourly, I have to write out more decimal places, because otherwise, both daily and hourly, the amounts in the account at the end of the year, would round to $2,081.62. Now, realistically, on $2,000, this doesn't seem to make that much difference, the difference between compounding daily and hourly. So, you know, you have to keep in mind when people say, hey, we're going to give you this great deal, we're going to compound it all the time, you're just going to be making interest on your interest on your interest. There's only so far you can go in making more money by compounding more often. Now, I put a little dotted line here because I actually, I went from hourly to, if I multiply 365 times 24, right, 24 hours in a day, times 60 minutes per hour, this is every minute, so compounding every minute. Notice, I really have to go out, I have to go out to the tenths, hundred thousands, ten thousandths place. Well, okay, technically the thousandths place if you round, to see the benefits by going by compounding every minute versus every hour. And we could keep going, we could do every second, we could, you know, imagine every moment in time, and they call that compounding continuously. And that's actually what this section is about. So hopefully this was a good review for you, and what's most important to me is for you to see that you do gain as you compound more often, although the gains become less and less noticeable the larger N gets.